up at Wilkin and Son, yeah, the fruit farm. I'm with Andre, farm manager, and we're standing amongst the plum trees. Now, my first question is, these are quite in quite close to each other. I remember the old orchard, whether they were, as people remember, they've got them in their gardens, big old plum yeah. trees, weren't they? Uh, true, actually, Ken. Uh, you can see here what we've done, and uh, we've put them much closer together, but actually we class them as three types, really. It's uh, traditional, conventional, and intensive orchards. So what's this? So this <laughs> is intensive orchard. And that, the difference between the three, it's only the distance between the trees. So that's the only difference. And more intensive, it's more closer together. And it allows us to do that because the way of how we prune them, we can grow them that way. And we can pick or produce more fruit per given uh, area. Are they also on a different root stock from the originals, would they be? They would be. The new modern varieties are on a different root stock, yes, you're right. Uh, it's, it's, uh, the root stock uh, doesn't allow the tree to grow so vigorously, and that way we can actually uh, keep the tree very uh, compact. So it's a combination of modern technique plus modern breeding that's allowed it really, isn't it? Yeah, otherwise on the root, on the old rootstock, that would have not been possible really. The tree would just it's got so much power, it would grow and grow and you'll be keep cutting it and yeah, probably won't gonna get the same effect what we're getting now. How does it compare? If you say took an acre or so of the old fruit, what do you what do you get per acre? You know, if you're trying to compare new and old. Is there a comparison that we can take up? I would say the comparison is probably more one to four. So as much old, as that. Yeah, as much as that. So one, one acre of the new orchards equals to about four acres of the old orchard. And that's for our plum trees. But, you know, if you go now in commercial <coughs> where they grow apples, that's even probably one to ten or even maybe a bigger ratio. Incredible, isn't it? But yeah. important to the farmer to actually it's, produce that much crop on their acreage isn't it yeah that that's you know we as a farm you can see actually it, it, the, the tree is very look at the leaf a very lush nice green leaf and it's growing very well but the thing is what we're interested is on the fruit you know we have to have much of the fruit <laughs> and as big as possible <laughs> yeah so to get the weight per per, per key, uh, the weight per per, uh, per acre or per tree now we're looking at, these are Victorias, are they here? These are Victorias, yeah, this particular. So what other plums do you actually grow? We grow three varieties on the estate, or three different types. It's uh, Green Gages, Victoria and Damsons. And of course, from those varieties, like Green Gages, we grow different varieties there as well. Green Gage, like Deniston Gage, Golden Gage and uh, Cambridge Gage, those three. So stay on the gauges. Why do you grow three different ones? Do they flower at different times? Crop at different times? What? Why do you grow three different ones? It's just they've got different uh, structure of the fruit, different a bit of different color as well, and uh, of course, yeah, a little bit of uh, <clears throat> different time of flowering and fruiting to just offset the season a little bit, extend it, put it that way. So it means that you can sort of uh, you can crop them at different times, which makes it better for picking. Yeah, the, you can crop them within kind of a three weeks, for example, and that way you extend your season and uh, less pressure on picking, uh, processing, cooking and everything. 
So green gauges still makes a good jam then. So green gauges for jam, are they all for jamming mainly, the plums you grow? All our plums are mainly for jam and only for jam. They, you know, first, uh, first our customers own a farm, it's our factory. So we make sure we supply them with enough uh, plums to do their jams. And after that, if we have a bumper crop, sometimes we'd like to sell some externally in terms of uh, for fresh consumption, but most of the time we actually keep it for reserve for next year because you never know what's going to happen a uh, year after with the crop. That's right. It's very tricky indeed. Now looking at the Victorias, we've got some good sized plums, but I suppose I could be a bit rude and say, but the crop, you haven't got a lot on there, have you? <laughs> yeah, that, that's, uh, you're absolutely right. It's not many of them, but the, the size will be good and hopefully that will compensate for the lost uh, uh, set. So basically it was very cold during uh, flowering period. We didn't have any sharp frost to wipe out everything, but it was uh, cold for a bit longer than... Uh, we need it, and then the fruit set wasn't there, so that's why we've got few uh, berries set. And uh, but they will be really big this year. They're and a good size yeah, already, good size already. Because yeah. they they've ripened through August, really, don't they? They're a very much an August fruit, aren't they? Uh, they are, yes. Plum is associated with August. Uh, also, we start with the gauges first, then we move to Victoria, and the damsons are either depends on the year. End of August or beginning of September. Now it's quite funny because damson is is a strange fruit because it's it's like a small plum basically, isn't it? A lot of stone and not a lot of flesh. Would is that right? Uh true, true. And uh, yeah, when you take the stone off and it's not much left there really, and also very difficult for, for picking too. So, but it makes a very good damson jam. Because actually, out of Everything you're talking about, green gauge, plum, a Victoria and a damson, if anything, the damson's got more flavour. I know it's slightly more bitter, but it, it's got more flavour in a way, hasn't it? It is, actually. Yeah, I, I agree. Also, I, my preference for eating and everything is green gauges. They're the best. They're delicious, aren't they? Absolutely. When they're ripen, <laughs> of course. <laughs> so, plums is just for the farm. Are you likely to plant any newer varieties as they turn up? Because there are some new varieties turning up that have been bred, some of them that will take the frost and all this sort of thing. Do you think you'll expand in, in the future? We are, yes, we, we've put all this orchard where we're standing, uh, I would say six years ago. And uh, with the orchard, it's very difficult to, to know which variety is right to put in the first place. So we know our varieties, we've been growing them, we have grown them for generations and will continue. But of course, we always want to look for something new coming out, but we have to be careful because once you put a tree, before mm. you get any fruit on that, you get about four or five years of establishment. If that is the wrong variety, wrong uh, yeah, plum, then you, you've got a problem. And also, the people buying the jams are quite fickle anyway, and they are traditional. People like traditional jams. Uh, that, that's why we stuck with all these uh, old varieties, what we know, and we know they work, and they work for people in terms of uh, taste and delivering our jam uh, to the best standards.